Yo, we back again in the Higher Learning Podcast. It's the famous homie Ronnie Howard here with Politic and Broadcasting. We're here today, Tuesday, Riverside Studios. Artists, tap in. You want your artists? Make sure you do go follow, like, subscribe, and share our YouTube Politic and Broadcasting. Also, check out our blog, thepoliticinform.com, as uh, vlogs, you know, artist write up podcasts and every all type of different entertainment we're here today today with we got spyro the seventh how you doing today brother i'm doing great bro it was it was exciting coming here <laughs> no it, it is no it is exciting man it is exciting so ask you know my guest the name when you got a unique name how did you make that name up for yourself so when i was younger i don't know if you guys heard the video game spyro like mm-hmm. little purple dragon so mm-hmm. i used to play that when I was younger. So my mom, she called me Spyro. So as I got older, I kind of just like brought the name back you know, when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Not everybody called me that. <laughs> wow. So just making that a rap name, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when when did you do that? When did you decide I'm Spyro the Seven? Uh, it actually started with like just putting it as my username on video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then it just it just I just made it that. Right. You know. Right. Simple as that. Right. So let's take it back. You know, to, to childhood. Um. You know, you had a difficult, kind of difficult time coming up, and you know, re- reading your story, and a lot of these, let's say, you know, like y'all know if you watch Power, but uh, with, with, well, it's it's a story about a little boy. His parents were drug dealers, and mm-hmm. now you know his dad's dead, and you know his mom's in away in protective custody, but now he's taking on the family, you know, legacy. So some of the things you you dealt with growing up, you know, how did you? stay away from having directly experienced that how do you stay away from that you know uh wow. those i just i stay close to god that's really what i can say at the end of the day and that's that's what really kept me my focus on other things right uh, away from that you know i've been having right in front of my face right right you know right Growing up in a in a foster home, a lot of people don't understand. You know, if you're not there, you don't understand. So even myself, I don't understand. Can you give us a little bit, you know, as much as you want to on, on how was that experience, you know? Yeah, so um, it wasn't there for like too long. It was probably like a few months they put me in there. And then that was eventually my grandparents got custody of me. My mom was already away. That She, she was in jail. Uh-huh. But it, it was kind of a little bit hard being in there because they, they taught me. Or they treated me a little bit differently than their kids that were living in there. So there were days where it would be like their cousin's birthday and they'll all stay and not go to school and then they'll send me to school or oh, like, you know, shit like that. Oh, you know, it was I, it was definitely not somewhere I wanted to be though. I damn. knew I was different. So you could feel that shit? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I like hear about it, but like just make it blatant like that, like like damn. Yeah, man. Wow, man. So rising above that. You know, dealing with your mom going away and your pop away. You know, um, what strength did you find in that? How did you pull a, a positive out of that to help take you through your youth, your adolescence, through your youth, uh, young adulthood? Uh, you're, you're just saying in general, or yeah, just like yeah, just in general, overall. Um, and when I picked up skateboarding, that was probably like that was something that really kept me going. Like, I was really. Just struggling, trying to figure out what I wanted to do in school, and I wasn't really interested in anything else. Started skating with some friends, and I was like, "Whoa, like this is cool!" Like, you yeah, know, I was having yeah. fun doing that. And yeah. Eventually, got into the music too. Yeah. You know. 
right school. right so skateboarding man it, it's crazy it's, it's a different era i wish that i can go and really get boarding because skate it is cool you know my son's into it and i'll be trying to get on there and i'll be busting my ass and i, I, I can't keep up with him so you know i'm kind of mad that i didn't yeah. you know when i was coming up it, it wasn't cool for us you know what i'm saying when yeah. i say us my black you know brothers didn't skateboard so it was like uh, i can't go skateboard because i'm gonna get made fun of or whatever but i wish i can go back and do that yeah. and y'all era y'all don't seem to have that issue when it comes to that right Nah, it's it's a whole mix of everybody yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, see y'all y'all lucky, man. It's the era, man. Like I really wanted to do it, but it, it was kinda like, you know, we, we didn't really do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it wasn't really accepted like that. So we had our whole group, like we had Asians, black people, Damn. Asians, all our, all inside our skate group called, Damn. called Leaf Gang. That's Leaf what we were. Let's go. Talk about Leaf Gang. When did Leaf Gang form? Leaf Gang it eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. It was like it all started off making handshakes with the yeah, homies, yeah, and yeah. just skating with the homies. We started making videos, and you know that's that's how it came to be. Damn. And like damn. even at school, like everybody, like I went from middle school to high school, and even the kids that would come in from the middle school, they'll come up to me be like, like leave gang, leave right? Gang. You know, I'm like, oh, like cool, you know, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so people was repping y'all. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> so did you start leave gang before you started rapping? Uh, or? yeah. Okay. I did. Okay, so what made you transition, you know, from the Leaf game? Okay, what made you be like, okay, I could rap? Or what, how did you get into it? So I got into rapping from my friend Elijah, you know. So before I even went back to high school, I was in middle college for a little bit after my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And after my sophomore year, I went back from my junior year in high school. They put me into an audio tech class, and I made, compu I made computer music, whatever, on the Apple computers. And... My friend Elijah was making music in there, mm -hmm. and I'll go in there, I'll watch him make music, and then eventually he just started, like, letting me record with him, you know, I'll get on a song with him. I wasn't even too good at rapping yet, but, yeah. you know, I was, I was getting, I was learning it pretty quick. Right. You know? Right. So, did you know right there that you wanted to do it? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had no other interest, it's the only thing that was fun to me in school. Right, right, right. Talk about school, man, having, having difficulties in school, up and down, um, when did you decide that, okay, I'm not going to take this college route and I'm going to pursue music full time as a you know, way to take care of myself? Yeah. Um, well, just for, just because they were giving me like hella work when I was in there and I didn't <laughs> like that. And I was just, I was smoking a lot of weed at the time. So it was just, I got super lazy. I didn't feel like doing it no more. Mm -hmm. And then after they put me in those classes, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want, I want to do this. I don't want to go to college. I, I hate being directed to do something from like, a boss or a teacher or like right. I want to do my own thing. I want right. to put out my own art into what I want to do. Facts. You know? Facts. That's how I felt. I was gonna say, you know, let's not blame the weed. I smoke a lot of weed and you see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still productive, you know what I'm saying? But uh I got a serious question. not a serious question, but have you ever seen The Matrix? Uh I I kinda watched it a little bit. I wasn't really like fully into it, but the clips that I did see in it, it looked, it looked pretty cool. Okay, so I only asked that before I asked you this question. So, you, you know about the red pill and the blue pill, right? Uh, I don't know exactly what they do. Okay, I'm, I'm going to explain to okay. you. So, the red pill, I believe, and I might have this backwards, but I'm going to have the concept right. The red pill is you you swallow the red pill and Neo was going to be exposed to the real world, to something that, that's not make believe. He's going to be exposed to really, his, the wool was going to be taken. Rebirth. You had a rebirth into the 
and the wool was covered from his eyes and he saw what really was going on. Okay. The blue pill was that opposite. You stay oblivious, you stay in the matrix, you stay with the things that you know. So if you were in that position, if somebody came to you and said, okay, take the blue pill, you continue in your life, you're going to be successful, but it's just going to be just that. Mm-hmm. Or you take the red pill, you see what the fuck is really going on in the world. Yeah. And you see where you're really at. Which pill are you taking? In a way, I feel like I've already taken a red pill mm. before. <laughs> so, I feel like uh, I would have to go with that. Oh, okay, okay. I would have to go with the red pill. I respect that. I respect that. I, I would have a similar take. Like, you know, it, it's sometimes, I, I mean, I, I've taken the red pill. Like you said, I, I've woken up and, and what's going on. Sometimes yeah. I wish, like, damn. I wish I could just be oblivious. I wish I could not give a shit. Yeah. Y'all buy much to know this stuff. So I wish sometimes, like, man, take that blue pill and stop caring so damn much. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So, um, as an artist, does it make you, or not even afraid, but wary of the state of the game now? You see a rapper killed now. I mean, I know they're they're in a certain lifestyle, but being in, in the atmospheres, I mean, we, so you know what happened to him uh, so yesterday or two days ago. Um, anyone could have been there and got hurt. You know, you're in this atmosphere with these things, and you don't feel safe. So, as an artist, does that alarm you a little bit? It doesn't alarm me at all. I feel like if you're going to be put in those type of situations, it's only because you build yourself to be in those type of situations. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. It could also be about what you talk about in your music. You right, know? right, facts. What are, you, what are you really talking about? And you can just see off of that. I hear what the rappers are making, the things they talk about. It's like, hmm, they're in this danger, but I can see why. Because they're, they're doing this type of stuff. Right. You know, so I think it's all about just the position you put yourself in. I don't think it necessarily has to be in, like, where you are as an artist or, like, you know, or who you are as an artist. You know, it's you define it yourself. Right. Do you see yourself, let's say, getting... A million dollar deal tomorrow. Do you think that's going to change you? Do you think you're going to look look at stuff differently because you got a million dollars now, or you go think you're going to react differently to certain situations, or do you see yourself remaining the same? I wouldn't. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Mm, good answer. I don't think wow. I'm ready for a million dollar deal. You're not ready for it. No. You're not ready for it. No. Why no, do you no. think so? Uh, I want to make sure I'm in a good headspace to where I I would use it right. You know, and right. I don't think right now is that time. Right. I need to make sure I put myself in a position where, I don't know, maybe if I, when I do have a family or, you know, right now it's just, I use it how I need to use it. Man, that's crazy. That's a cool answer for somebody your age. I can tell you, you look pretty young. You look, you don't look a day over 12, man. So, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look real long. So, that's not a typical answer of your age. So, I can tell you right there that you were ahead of the curve, you know with that because you know I, I got your age you know what i'm saying and yeah. i know a lot of younger guys and that definitely wouldn't be the answer you know what i'm saying so shout out to you for that um with that being said what what artists kind of shaped you as an artist or who did you look at was it old school artists is it somebody from your era is it a mixture i definitely do think that my dad was he was one of those people that inspired me mm. because he's a rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to. He used to also go on tour. You know, be girls trying to take off his clothes and shit and all that. Damn, you, know? you seen that? I didn't. He told oh, he me, told you. He told me a lot of stories okay. about okay. it. Okay. But like, shit. he definitely influenced me, and 
I feel like Earl Sweatshirt is another person. I just really like his his delivery and his mm -hmm. raps and all that. So I feel like he's also another person that that pushed me. Earl, who is that? Like, Earl see, Swisher, I never heard you, this. Uh, you heard of Odd Future with Tyler the Creator? I heard of Tyler the Creator. Now yeah. that's a recognized one. Yeah, he had a group called Odd Future, and okay. Earl Sweatshirt is in that group. Okay. Or he was. It's not. They're not together no more or anything. But. Right. So that that's who you look at as you know. If you had a wall like this, he would be up there for you. He would definitely be up there. Also, Lil Wayne would probably be up there. Oh, too. Weezy, Weezy. Yeah. What do you think about Weezy? Uh, I really like the way that he thinks in general. Mm -hmm. Just he's very. I can tell he's very spiritual. He's not just. He's not just simply just blinded by what's going around in society. He really is talk when he talks. It's either something's talking through him. <laughs> something's talking through him, or he's he's saying something that's really gonna speak to you. So and I feel like he's spoken to me whenever I watch his interviews or any of that, you know. I watched him, you know, grow, you know, when 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 he came out when I was a teenager, I think I was I wanna say ninth grade and he had that appearance on the juvenile song, Back That Ass Up and he had that one little part at the end after you wrap it up and then stop it, drop, yeah. drop, drop it like that. That made him hot. So after that, Wayne took the game and just he sprinted. Yeah, right. Like he took that little bitty momentum, and within three or four years, yeah. Cash Money was running rap. Yeah, they say everybody's Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, it's dope to see that. So watching a lot of these guys' stories, they got different paths. You got Pop, you got Jay Wayne, yeah. Kanye. It's the different levels of success. So there's financial success, being young. There's success that's just like that feel good success, and yeah. of course it has something to do with money. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is being able to do everything that you want to do without someone controlling you to do it. You know? mm -hmm. I want to be able to put my life, like, see a path, look directly in that path, and as soon as I get through my steps, it's not, it's not get here from A to Z. You know, it's always A. All right, now I need to get here. B. And I feel like... Each time you get one of those steps, it's always a, a, a way of success. Right. You know? Right. So it's never going to be success all in one. Right. You know? Right. It's always, you get this little thing, and this, and this, and this, and it keeps going. Right. You know? So I think success is only the way that you define it, yeah. Right. But I don't think money is, is the success route. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've learned that, you know, of course, when, when I was your age, I mean, you, you're probably far ahead of me. I was always thinking about money because we were so goddamn broke growing up. So I was like, I need some fucking money. I'm trying to make some money. Where's the bread at? I want cable TV. I want a water heater. You know what I'm saying? I want to want to go to the bathroom with candles on. I'm tired of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I it was I, I wanted money. So I thought that was it. But you the people, you know, some Kobe, you know, he. I've heard him say, always talk about the journey. You got to, the journey is the part, not the end, not the, not with the end game, not winning the five titles and retiring, scoring 60, but the journey. Right. All that shit is the best part. And then when you look at somebody like him, he, you know, passed away, you can now go back and look at his career and watch his journey and be like, damn, he's fucking right. Yeah. You got it. It's, it's, it's brick by brick. You know, my partner, I, we talk about it all the time. If you're building your, your house, and you focus on laying that brick perfectly. Got the right amount of glue. Got it shaped right in the right position. And do that shit the best each day. And not worry about the length of the, the wall. Yeah. At some point, you're going to look up. You're going to be like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> I got a fucking wall. And the success is just gonna hit you out of nowhere. So um it's glad that you I'm glad that you have that mentality. So being so young, um growing up and, and seeing some of the things that you've seen. Um I'm first of all, let me I hope I don't offend you by asking this question. No, ask any question are, are, are you light skinned or are you just mixed? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm light like skin, black and white. Okay, okay, so that's what I that's why I wanted to ask you that. Okay, so um, which one was black and white? Your parent? Uh, so both of my parents are actually light skin. Damn, no, which one was white? Which one was black? No, nah, they both. Oh, they. My what both, the fuck? Yeah, both my grandmas are white. Both my grandpas are black. So. <laughs> this is some shit. Yeah. Damn. Like a triple triple stuffed Oreo or something. That's shit. crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy i never heard no shit like that man dog wow you got just threw up damn he said both of them shit man so did, did you like notice like any in what what i'm trying to say is did you face any racial difficulties being black and growing up was that ever at all uh not not at all i mean sometimes there'll be like some of them and be like, I don't like light skin. Oh, yeah, just talking, you know, just talking like, shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I still pull you, though, if I, really, <laughs> if I really wanted to. <laughs> I'm still pulling. I don't care if you don't like light skin. I'm still pulling. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. that no, that's dope because a, a lot of, it's dope to hear that because a lot of, you know, biracial kids, they got stories about, you know, getting terrorized about me. And I'm like, damn, like, people still do that shit? Like, terrorize a kid for being biracial? Any f over that? Right. But you clowning me because I'm mixed. Nigga, I didn't actually be mixed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's dope to hear that you didn't have to go through that. Um, facing being a young artist right now and understanding that right now the grind is not going to kind of... Being an artist is not going to what you want. How do you keep, you know, a level head having to work and provide, you know, make money or whatever you do? But... Stay true to your artistry at the same time. In general, I just like doing it. Like, mm -hmm. it, I don't even think about the money at all. Like, I'll, I'll pay someone to do a performance. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't even, I don't really think about getting the money. Or I, was, I just have fun doing. It. It's really fun to me. Right. I don't think about anything else, and I feel like that's success. So you in love with the with the art? I am. That's dope. As a young person, now, you guys' generation is fucked up. <laughs> I'm just getting worse. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a lot that they just do not get. Mm -hmm. So, as one of the young per people in the generation, do you feel, especially as you climb and as you rise and as you gain, you know, you know, a, a certain status or notoriety as an artist, yeah. do you feel responsible for trying to put your stamp on this generation and, and making sure they're going the right way instead of going this way which they're all going i definitely do in my music you'll see i i don't like talking about drugs and hoes and guns and stuff because i i don't want to bring them towards that path right you know right I see, me i'm looking at a bigger path i want to be this i want to be santa claus for everybody you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Way. yeah so it's like i want to really show people that it's not you don't need to think about drugs and all this other stuff just to keep you going right you know because that's not gonna make you yourself right you're gonna make you yourself mm -hmm. i want i don't want anyone to follow me either you know i at least want to give someone an intent or I put something in their mind and right spark their, their brain mind. like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like you can figure this out like you know you got this right you know nobody right. else can can tell you what you need to do right no that's pretty dope man because you know like i said the young generation 
give a fuck right. area, you know what I'm saying it's about right. me and me and uh, to an extent I understand it but at the same time you gotta be balanced man you can't just you worry know. about yourself man this world you're gonna have children that's gonna live in this world grandchildren you know you got cousins sisters speaking you know? of that though I recently just had a dream that like I was cleaning a baby and I look in the mirror right oh, and shit. I was like this baby kind of looks like me and I was like <laughs> I was like this is my son right here oh, and so shit. after that I woke up Bro, I was like, damn, I felt like I was missing my son. I was like, damn. I was like, bro, like, where my son at? <laughs> you in a dream. You like, like, where my son at? Yeah, I was like, bro, like, really felt like I was missing my life. Real shit. <laughs> That's funny, but you don't have a son. You, I, you ain't got to text none of your, your girl. You know, ain't nobody pregnant, right? You better be careful, man. That's the worst yeah, thing you right, could right. do right now. I mean, no, kids are beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But at the time, if Certain I could... things I need to focus on first before. <sighs> man, tell yeah. me about it. Being a young father ain't nothing pretty shit. Because it's pretty much when you become a father, if you're going to be a good father, you're going to... You is out the window. Yeah. You know, me... My life hasn't been around me since 2005. That's my daughter is 16. So everything I did, I switched up everything. Everything was less about me. I stopped doing everything for myself, and I kind of got lost in that. But I didn't know no better. I was just trying to be the best dad I can be, and now I'm, I'm getting back towards that. So make sure you cool. wrap it up and be careful. You feel me? I will. I will. You feel me? Um, are you into crypto? Uh, no. You should. You ever heard of crypto? So what is that exactly? Cryptocurrency. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not an expert, but it's uh just based off everything that I've been hearing and reading. You know, crypto is going to overtake, you know, the dollar as a main form of currency one day. Yeah. And it's soon. So, um, you can make a lot of money. I'm, I'm telling you this, because, you know, young people, you gotta still be young. You know, try to that to that shit and study it man you could you yeah. could really kind of and i know you say money ain't everything but the reality is certain things require money right. so you know you still gotta take care of yourself you still gotta you know leave something for your future kids so just think about that yeah um did you out of all these rappers that passed away was there anyone that you were connected to most Recently, and it could be date back to Nipsey. You know, it's been a lot since then, and, and Mac Miller and guys like that. XXX Tentacion. So he seemed to have the same type of style as you. He was talking about some shit. I ain't gonna lie and act like I heard X before he died. I didn't. I didn't know who the fuck he was. My kids did though. So my daughter was like, "Yeah, you gotta listen to X." And yeah. he was talking about some shit. He was. He wasn't just out there doing that gun candy gumbo rap. Talking about some shit. It wasn't even the music though. I like this music, but it was just the stuff that he talked about is what intrigued right. me. Right, 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 and and it, it it's sad that guys like that, especially from this next generation, man, it seems like you guys are rare. Yeah. And to take one of the dudes out that's on that, that's like that's crazy, man. Yeah. Because he wasn't. He, I feel like that's the reason why they had to take him out. Now you're getting somewhere. Now you. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it seems like every time a rapper, you know that, you know, go back to Tupac, you know, go back to Nipsey, you know, guys that are really talking about some shit, it seems they just be getting them up out of there. 
I think people are asking the wrong questions or, or not even concerned about the wrong thing. You know, it, they're quick to point it to some street shit or, and that's the easy cover up. You know what I'm saying? But the overall goal is to eliminate. Yeah. And that's been the object of the people that's running this country since the beginning Man, of the time. They don't want people, they don't want all these niggas to wake up. Hell no, they don't want <laughs> all these niggas to wake up. These are the same niggas that built this country. They're trying to get you down here so, you can, so they can be up here. That's what I'm saying. Them. They know the power. <laughs> they know the power of niggas and, it's, and they don't want that, man. They don't want niggas to unite. You know, I, I, I put pray that brothers like you get out there and push this unity thing with these young people, these young rappers and even, you know, it's, it's hard to can't, can't nobody make gangsters or, or change hood politics. We all understand that. Yeah. But at least get them to pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Get get them yeah. to respect you enough to at least hear you out. Because it's unfortunate that that a lot of this has happened to us. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first time you performed? First time I performed. Ooh. Oh, dang. That's a good question. First time I performed. I ain't gonna lie, that's a hard question. I don't remember the first time I performed. Damn, so you yeah. mean, that, that's crazy because some people either, it's either, it's never in between. Either somebody remember it, they'll tell me the whole damn story. Yeah. I had another guy tell me like, damn, I don't remember when I performed. I really don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Damn, do you enjoy performing? Is that like one of your favorite parts of, of the artistry? I do. I really, really do. It is like, it gives you, it gives you like that, it's your own space at the, t like, whatever time they give you to perform, it's like, that's your time. And when I do it, I don't think about everybody watching me. It's just you just space out. You just do your thing. Right. You know? Right. But it's, it's very fun to me. I do like doing it. Right. What do you think about weed? I used to smoke a lot of weed. I actually, I stopped smoking weed recently. Oh, you stopped smoking But weed, uh, I think for some people it's good. Some people might need to smoke weed to... I don't know, maybe they have anxiety. Some people smoke weed to get rid of that or... To eat or different things. Yeah, that used to be me. I used to have to smoke weed to eat. Right, right. <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't smoke weed, bro, I was not eating much. Or not eating. You know? Yeah. No, it definitely helps. Yeah. You know, it has their own... Thing. Maybe. Yeah, everybody has their own thing with weed. You know, sometimes it fucks them up. Sometimes it helps people focus more. You know, it all just depends on you. Right, exactly. Depends on you. Yep. You know, a lot of it. So I only ask you that because, you know, I, I'm a, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a um, advocate for weed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I like to look at all the positive things that it brings to you. Yeah. My dad is 70 and he's, he's in pretty good health, but he went to the doctor. He, he used to like, he drinks like Crown Royal and mm -hmm. Martell and shit, drinks like that, like old, old school drinks. And yeah. um, his doctor was like, man, you got to stop drinking. And then the doctor was like, but you should start smoking weed. And he told her, he was like, I smoke weed. She was like, well, smoke more. Oh, what? <laughs> That's the doctor told her. So he said, are you sure? He said, she said, yes, nothing wrong, nothing wrong. Man. You know. Yeah. Uh, and he, told, he was excited to tell me that when I recently seen her. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so what do you think, man, for 2022 with your music? What do you kind of do? It's, it's a big year. We're hopefully opening back up with all this COVID bullshit. 2022 what do you plan on um doing what do you plan on doing next year really just plan to wake people up in a way oh, with my music because there's a lot of stuff going on right now it's almost as if we're in a war that we can't mm. so mm. just want to let people know through my music what i see 
You know, people, they, I, I always talk to people and they say, they say stories of what they've heard from someone else. Mm-hmm. But when I tell them stories, I always tell them from what I see with my own eyes. Things that I experience. Right. Whether, whether it's spiritual or whatever physically right in front of my face, I'll tell them. And I feel like in a way, I have helped a lot of people through the things that I tell them. And I just, I plan to do that a lot more to a bigger extent next year. Wow. That's crazy. So you seem to be focusing people. I am. Like that, that, oh man, like I said, it's unique for your, for your age and your generation. It's not a lot of people that's on that. So that's what I'm supposed to do is what I'm here for. Damn. That's what you're here for. So if you could trade places with anybody in the world, anybody, who would that be? Nobody. Nobody. You remain you. I remain myself. Remain yourself. Why? I'm happy being myself. Right. I don't know. I, I can't. Re- I don't know what this person is. I never been in their shoes. I never been in that person's shoes. I, you know, I never been anywhere else to know how. Like, but I've been in my own. <laughs> <laughs> if okay, okay, I got a, I got a good one for you. If you could hang out with, like I said, anybody in the world for the day. Who would that be? If I could hang out with anyone in the world. You got 24 hours. 24 hours. Mm. That's a hard question, too. (laughs) There's so many people. Man, there's a lot to (laughs) choose from, right? Yeah. Mm. Would they necessarily, like, they have to today? No. Mm -mm. Maybe anybody. You could dig them up out the grave and get their bones and take them around in an Uber. (laughs) <laughs> who you who you wanna who would you wanna hang out with? Anybody, dead or alive? It's probably gonna be out of the ordinary, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's not whole <laughs> that's one answers. Uh, huh. What the f- come on man? What you mean out of the ordinary? You think you with Jesus? Huh. No, I'm saying Jesus had an interesting life, man, because like he kinda had the personality that you're taking in a lot of Christians. You know, and it's no knock on the Christian people. Don't get on my head when y'all hear this. I'm not saying nothing bad about the Christians. What I am saying is they focus on the only way to, to be right is to be sin free. And we're never going to be sin free. All of us are going to sin a million times. God, it says, you yep. know, in the Bible. So the main thing is be like Jesus. Yep. Jesus was what? He was a servant. Jesus served everyone. He did. If you ask him for something, he gave it to you. He was fed people. He he walked around in flip flops in in a robe with dreads. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know even know if Jesus washed his ass back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, did he have to wash his ass? Like, you know what I mean? He served people. You know what I mean? It's kind of something you said earlier in your interview. You want to help people, so that's like you know, kind of your way of of being like Jesus. You know, serving and to kick it with him. What better internship than you could have a 24 hour internship with Jesus? Right. That's dope. That's dope. So, um, I want you to let me know about, you know, so the, the EP you dropped. I know you just dropped the EP this year. You said you're going to drop another single pretty soon. Yeah. Talk about your EP a little bit and then talk about your single. All right. So my EP is, it's called Gamma Gun and Gamma Gun is pretty much another side of myself that was not a good side of me. And I really did try to write some some good music, a positivity note inside of the my EP, mm-hmm. but some of it is not much of a positivity note. <laughs> <laughs> At least you admit me. You know? Right, right, right. But, um, 
Yeah, definitely that EP. Probably one of my favorites. My favorite out of my other EP, to me. But I know other people say they like the other one a lot more, but you know, I don't know. I feel like this one I put a lot more feeling and more thought, and also I I learned a lot more about my my skills. Mm -hmm. So I put it into that, and that's why I adore it a lot more. So that is your favorite EP of today. Yes. And it's called what again? Gamma Gun. Gamma Gun. There we go. Yeah. I was trying to make sure I pronounced that right. I read it. I was like, wait, let me ask him what that is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you are now that single you mentioned that you were going to put out? Is it in the works already, or is it just something that you want to do for the next? Um, yes, it is in the works already. But I'm actually going to tr- take a trip to Washington pretty soon. So on the 23rd, I'm going to be out there till January 31st, and I don't plan to release it until like. Bad. Got some. T- okay. Okay. But, it's definitely going to be something that I put my heart into. Bet, bet, bet. Okay, okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find you on social medias and where to stream your music at. Gotcha. So, my Instagram is playmeskate, straight. Playmeskate, as in skateboard. Shouldn't be that hard to find. Uh, and I, on my bio, I have all of them. And you can just click that and you'll find me. You can even look my name up on Google or whatever. You'll find it on there too. Spyro the 7th. Spyro the 7th. Okay, dope. Yep. I'm, I'm putting it real quick. We're young, and I know this is we are all young people. Why young? Why all young people? <laughs> so the reason for me is because I like to focus on my art and what I'm putting out there. Gotcha. And I don't like going through my, my phone like, Oh my gosh, my friend, like, come in. Right. Like, come I'm, Right. I'm so taking my scroll. Yeah, and I don't really. It is. So it's like, I'm using this for one certain thing, but in real life, I'm a whole different person. There's some friends who will get mad at me, like, oh, you don't follow me Like, bro, I'd rather be your friend in real life than to be your friend on social media. Or, you know, that's. Right. I can literally see what type of person you are just for looking at that, right. not looking at me here. Right. You know? Right. So, so, little word of advice. You can take it or leave it. Going forward, that might hurt you a little bit. You might want to, you know, and just don't control your own social media. I, I have someone running mine. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to scroll. You could have somebody do all your posting, and you don't have to even be involved. But definitely social media is the wave, and, you know, you don't start running to other artists and, you know, meeting other people. It might, might you know, you might want to try to adjust that going forward. But, you know, I respect it, though. I respect it. We won't get into the freestyle session. All right. Make sure you like, like, subscribe, share, politics, and broadcasting YouTube channel. Make sure you check out our blog, thepoliticinformed.com. Check out our interviews, vlogs, and my man get here, get, get with the freestyle session of our, our uh, show. Ooh-wee. Prophecy, necessity, the minister of ministry.
my pockets full of fantasy and misery The enemies full of egg, the plot to finish the Set a foot above the opium assembly As an ancestor, ranked attacks upon the industry It sums up a bath for me with a griffin head I had to flee from the reaper and the rapper Batman brought the son of the right hand, protected by the generated grants of Garson. They slandering a ping of frequencies, little lamb. I turn to Israel as I'm sticking to the plan. Hey, uh. They unite the underground unit rebel act. I'm in my shack and I needed that. Uh, I'm balling like I'm Shaq, um, but I don't play basketball for real. I was just playing about that. Uh, in the playground like a little kid. I wish I was still a little kid when I was playing my video games. I was proud of seven, I was going insane I let it drain, got my money pocket out Like, I don't even need this Give it to the homeless man, back to the house Back to the house, I drain the shit out uh, I brought a sword It came out It was hardcore Wash them all out I was in the treehouse, I built it, uh, I'm never in my feelings, I know I got this, I'm waiting for my mama to get out the pillars, uh, 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 sleeping on my pillow, go to sleep, gotta have my dreams, look, it's all me, it's all me, all me, hey, this is a Joey Badass type beat, damn, I go off on anything I need, damn, they all know about my streaks, damn, us with the freestyle man and i like hearing the freestyle you start talking about shit that's in the room man that's dope man <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank everybody for joining us again on the politicking network watching the higher learning uh podcast today uh my man spiral to seven spiral to spiral seven, seven. yeah thank you for joining us today and uh we out we out They try to run from me.